Hey everyone, Chad here, and welcome to the Light Your Fire podcast, where it is my mission to light the human spirit on fire and to unlock the chains that keep you bound. On this show, I provide tools and insights to help you elevate your life, build your roads, and create your freedom. Today's topic is, well, it's a lot of things, but we're really going to dive into becoming resilient and becoming tough. What does that really mean? Well, I want to start with a quote. The quote's by one of the toughest men of all time, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson said, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. So I, I, I've known of this quote. I looked it up. And this article, which I hope is correct, <laughs> said that uh, when Mike Tyson was asked by a reporter whether he was worried about Evander Holyfield and his fight plan, he answered, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. I thought that this was the perfect quote to set up this podcast. So let's dive in. I want to start with a story. I A couple weeks back, I told my daughter that we were going to do a 5K together. I said there's a one-mile fun run, and I was thinking that I would have her do the one-mile fun run and then watch me do the 5K. The more I thought about it, I came to the conclusion that we should both do the 5K together. And on our way there, we were talking about it, and she absolutely wanted to do the longer race and she also wanted to do the one miler. So I thought, well, maybe the one miler will be a good warm up. And if she's just tired from that, we won't do the 5K. So she did the one miler. She did it pretty fast. She actually came in fourth place, I believe. And, and so like within 15, 20 minutes, the 5K was going to start. She was exhausted. She, her face was red. I have a video of her coming across the finish line of the one miler. She was going at a pretty pretty good pace which I told her not to. She's never run before. She's really fast, but she's never run that kind of distance. And for a nine-year-old, one mile is far. A 5K is really far. So she was going pretty fast. She was really tired. And immediately after the 5K or the one mile, she said, I don't want to, I don't want to do the 5K. And I said, okay, that's fine. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to make you do it. And so she got a little bit of rest, like 10 minutes later, she got some water and she saw all the people lining up for the 5K. And she said, I want to do it. I want to do it now. I said, okay. So we did it. And we went slow. We walked when we needed to. There were some opportunities for coaching throughout that whole 5K for sure. I was trying to have her slow down and then speed up. We were talking a lot about mindset and just grit, digging in, working through things when they're hard. And at the end of the day, we got through a 5K. I thought it was really cool that we got to do that together. I loved being able to coach her in the moment. And so the reason I bring this up is because I think it's so important, especially when it comes to children, that we are teaching the solutions to the biggest problems that people are going to face in life, right? And so while we don't know what the problems necessarily are going to be, we know that they're going to face problems. It's just the way life is. My last podcast, we got into the topic of becoming strong because we're all going to be put into fire. This life is not going to let anyone escape without being really tested. You at some point are going to hit rock bottom. You're going to be in the worst place of your life. You're going to be in a deep, dark hole. You're going to feel like there is no way out. There's no way to climb out of this place. And that's just a reality of life. We're all going to be there. Right. So the question is, how do we prepare for that? And that's where this word resiliency comes in. We got to figure out how to how to become more and more resilient, how to become tougher. 
And that's what Mike Tyson was saying. You can have all the plans in the world for how something is going to go, but the reality is when you step into the ring and you get punched in the face, everything changes. (laughs) It's how you respond to being punched in the face, how you respond to getting knocked down, to getting beat in a corner, right? And so I think the most important thing that we need to be doing as coaches, as parents, as mentors, as guides, as leaders, is showing people how do you work through adversity? How do you overcome challenging situations? How do you come out of very difficult situations? And what kind of person are you on the other side, right? In the stronger episode that I just did, we talked a lot about if you claim to be dealt a bad hand and you claim to be a victim and you claim to have all of the circumstances against you and your mindset is always negative and cynical, you're never going to be able to turn things around. But the opposite is the person that says, you know what, I, you know, the more you beat me down, the stronger I'm going to become, the better person I'm going to become. There's a, there's a saying that uh, is something along the lines of, Someone with a far worse hand than you came out a much better person. So regardless of what your situation is in life, there's someone that had it way worse and they they decided that they weren't going to be a victim. They weren't going to use that as an excuse. And so I tell the story of my daughter and and this race we did together because just, just this past weekend, she got to watch me race in a, a 10-miler through the woods. And I smiled at her when I passed her. But at the end of the day, you know, she knows that I am in it and I'm going through it and it's hard and I'm putting myself in a challenging situation. When I came to the finish line, I, I was just saying that those hills were, they destroyed me. And she said, dad, I think you took first. And I'm like, no, honey, I didn't take first. And she's like, no, in your age group, I think you took first. No one no one came across in your age group yet. And Shauna was there. So Shauna was, you know, kind of telling her how it all worked and and Shauna's looking at me. She goes, no, I think you took first in your age group. And turns out I actually took first in my age group, 40 to 44. Um, I like, I'm liking this new age group. But I took 14th overall. And I was just – I was telling Ella that, you know, just how amazing some of these runners are and the work that they put in. And she's seeing, you know, women, men older than me that are doing better than me. And she's seeing people that are just out there grinding, struggling, right? just putting everything that they have into this for no other reason than wanting to step up to a difficult challenge and see what they're made out of, see what they're capable of doing, seeing if they can push through it. And I think of the opposite. You know, I I think of the parents I talk to that bring their kids to me and they say, you know, my kid's going to be an amazing baseball player or softball player or football player or you know, we got to work on this. We got to work on that. And I'm like, your kid's nine. Your kid's eight. You know, what do you like? What do you want from them at this at this point in their life? And beyond that, if you really want them to learn the best lessons in life, then you should be showing them, not telling them. And and so I'm always looking at the parents, saying like, well, where are you at? Why aren't you in my gym? Why aren't you in our classes? Why aren't you working out? And the exact opposite for the parents that do come into the gym that do work their butts off, I give them kudos. I was actually just talking about this this morning to people that have kids that come, that they come to the gym and they're talking about, you know, working out with their kids or getting their kids into programs. It's, it's them in the gym every day, working their butt off, putting themselves into a difficult and challenging situation, showing their kids what they're made out of. If you're someone 
that that just comes home from work. You're, you're kind of going through the motions, right? You go to work, you come home from work, you sit on the couch. And this isn't me judging you. I understand that there's a means to an end. Everyone's got to work. I, I'm actually, I, I've never really been the entrepreneur mindset. It's funny that I ended up going the entrepreneurial route. I, I love the corporate route. I love climbing the corporate ladder. I love working in really awesome and engaging companies and solving very complex business problems. I, I really enjoy doing that. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. But when you're just doing it as a means to an end to, to for money on the table, you're not really getting anything out of it. You're not really pushing yourself. You're not challenging yourself. It's just you know, the one day after the next, after the next, after the next, it's just the same thing for the next 30 years. You're coming home from work. You're tired because you're not moving your body. You know, that's one of the funny things about exercise that people don't understand. When you exercise, you actually increase your energy levels. People think it's the opposite. It's like if I go work out, I'm going to be tired all day. Well, I mean, you might be a little bit at first, but when your body starts to adapt and you're exercising regularly, your energy levels are going to go up. You're going to feel so much better. You're going to show up so much better everywhere. So if you're not doing that and you're coming in from work and you're tired and you're sitting on the couch and you're eating your Cheez-Its and you're, you're binge watching TV and you're cracking open the beer or getting your glass of wine and that's day after day after day after day and then you show up you know, on the weekends to your kid's sporting event and you're trying to push them and, and, and trying to challenge them, like they're not getting it. There, there's a major disconnect. They're not seeing what what your words and action, right? And after a while, they're gonna they're gonna figure you out. And 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 if you're not pushing them, and if you're not challenging them, that's just as bad. You know, not caring and not showing up. That's maybe worse, right? Both of those things are are not good. What I think is good is that you stop living vicariously through your kids, and you start challenging yourself. And you teach adversity that way. So when we were on the 5K walk and the run and I'm, I'm trying to do some coaching, I'm talking to her from experience, from things that were really hard for me, from challenging situations. And that's going to continue all the time. I actually, you know, when things get really hard for me, I, 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 I sometimes as a toll say to myself, look, man, this is going to be really helpful when, when you're having a conversation down the road with your daughter and she's in a similar situation and you're going to be able to talk to her about what you went through and how you pushed through that, right? And I, I think that we all learn from seeing someone else. That's where we get inspiration. That's where we get motivation. When we see someone against the odds stand up and defy the odds, that we are driven by that, right? That's what makes us want to keep pushing forward and wanting to keep doing better. And so I, I thought it'd be fun to do a quick episode on this. I did it completely off the cuff. I'm just talking, nothing written down, no organized notes. But I think it was worth sharing with all of you guys because one, I love that quote. I think it's a great quote for life. You build resiliency, you build toughness by getting punched in the face. And that's obviously a metaphor for all the things that life has coming at you because there is no escaping. Shit's on the way if it hasn't hit you yet. You got to figure out how to utilize it to your advantage. Know that it's making you stronger. Know that it's sharpening you as a sword and that you're going to be able to do far more. Your testimony is going to be far more powerful and you're going to influence all of the people around you times 100 by you being in the fire, by you showing them that, yes, it was hot. Yes, it melted your ass. It beat your ass into a corner. It knocked you down. It, It hurt like hell. But you stood back up and you said, I'm still here and I'm still moving forward. 
That's how we teach. That's how we coach. That's how we lead. That's my show. Boom. I'm out.